What's up, people? This is the Kevin Angles Podcast. Oh, hello, people, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Kevin Angles Podcast. I am your host, certified personal trainer and nutrition specialist. You guessed it, Kevin Angles. So before we dive into today's episode, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for liking this episode, for this liking this podcast. Thank you for the reviews and sharing. Um, I really appreciate it. It means the world to me. I've gotten some good feedback from some of you. Uh, I've gotten some good compliments and uh, some constructive criticism. And, and I ask for more. Uh, I, I ask that you subscribe, like this, review it, and, and you know, give me the best feedback that you can give, whether it's good or bad, so that I can build, um, so that I can grow and be better and provide more value to you. Uh, Because ultimately, I just want to bring you information that I've learned, uh, that I've experienced, um, and that I know, and uh, I hope I can bring it in the best way possible, that it's easy for you to understand and easy for you to use and apply to your life so that you best benefit from it and so that we all benefit from it because ultimately we're in this together i want to grow this i want to help change the world provide healthier um, and uh, more fulfilling habits to people so with that being said let's jump into today's episode topic we are going to talk about cardio oh yeah are you doing your cardio i know it's a dreaded word for most but it's a passion for others and cardio is so essential to everybody whether you're trying to be fit lose weight um or just perform daily activities building endurance cardio is proven to be effective and efficient and provide long-term health. So we'll jump into it. Uh, I'm going to break down a couple different methods of cardio. Two of the main ones really steady state training and more recent popular um, high intensity interval training. I'll go over some pros and cons of both as well as some uh, examples and and really just kind of break it down to which one is best suited for you um, in your lifestyle and in your fitness needs. So sit back, enjoy this episode, and again, thank you for tuning in. So let's just talk briefly about cardio in general. So again, like I mentioned before, cardio is that dreaded word um, that most exercisers or a lot of people hate to hear, hate to think about, and much less hate to do. Um, but to others, it's a passion. It's a, it's a way of relieving stress or clearing your head. Um, or it's just the, your preferred method of uh, working out or your preferred me- method of exercise. Whatever side of the road you may be on, uh, I believe that cardio is an essential part of fitness and uh, it should be incorporated into your your fitness routine Um, so whether your goal is to lose weight or if it's just to get fit cardio is definitely essential um, to your workout program 
Um, you know, cardio is known to be the area where you can burn the most calories at one time. But not only that, cardio workouts, they strengthen your heart, your lungs, uh, as well as the muscles that you're working. Um, so not only are you burning fat, but you're uh, are burning calories, but you're building endurance, you're building muscle, um, you're working muscles, um, not just in your legs, but up through your core and upper body as well. Your form has a lot to do with how you run or how you do other cardio exercises, such as rowing, biking, um, whatever it may be. Uh, not only are you burning calories, but you're working those muscles uh, in that particular uh, event that you're doing or that particular exercise that you're performing. Um, so cardio typically is seen as uh, what we call steady state. Uh, but you may just think of cardio and instantly think of running uh, or walking or jogging or swimming, um, Stairmaster, biking, whatever it may be. Um, if that's your you know, initial thought when you hear cardio, typically you think of it at just this, you know, the same pace. Um, you know, go out, run a couple miles, 20, 30 minutes on the treadmill, 30 minutes on the elliptical, 30 minutes on the bike, whatever it may be. Um, but you've never really, you've probably never really considered it if you're a beginner, you've not never really considered it as any more than steady state. Um, but here recently in recent years, uh, hit training has really caught fire and has grown throughout the fitness industry. Um, now hit training again is, it's high interval, um, intensity training. So your output is a lot greater than what it would be for steady state. Um, for a shorter period of time, so quick, full out, full throttle bursts of energy, of uh, cardio, cardio, expenditure, and just for a short period of time. So, for example, maybe you're running thirty second sprints, uh, eighty five to ninety five percent of your effort, um, and then you rest for thirty seconds or a minute, and, and then do it again. And you do that for about 15 minutes. Um, that's considered HIT or high-intensity interval training. Um, but whatever you choose, whatever your um, method of choice or whatever best fits your routine, they're both cardio. And um, it's really important for you to just do what you love or do what you are comfortable doing um, and, and whatever's appropriate for your level of fitness uh, and they're both effective in their own ways and, and really they could both be incorporated into your workout routine uh, if done correctly so with that being said we'll jump in to talk a little bit more about both of the um, both of uh, hit and steady state training so with hit uh, hit involves pushing your body well out of its comfort zone for anywhere from five seconds to eight minutes uh, depending on the workout you're doing so the idea is to work at about 80 percent to 95 percent like i said earlier of your maximum heart rate if you're monitoring your target heart rate zones or at a level of nine to ten on the uh, perceived exertion chart or also known as the rate of perceived exer exertion rpe which ranges from one to ten so uh, you obviously nine and ten being up in the higher range. 
Now, again, you want to do these uh, short bursts um, as hard as you can or just about as hard as you can. And make sure you take a, a rest or a little recovery period, which can be shorter, um, the same duration or longer than the work set. Uh, in the interval, in the rest interval, you have the opportunity to get your heart rate down uh, to about a level of three to four on the RPE. And you alternate the intervals for about 20 to 60 minutes, depending on your fitness level, your time, your constraints, your goals, whatever it may be. Um, so some pros and cons, <coughs> uh, excuse me, of HIIT training, uh, improved performance. Uh, you know, there's studies that have shown that while steady state training taxes, the aerobic system, uh, high intensity training workouts can stimulate both the aerobic and the anaerobic systems. That means your body has more stamina and performs better in all your workouts, no matter what they are. So not only are you building endurance, but you're building strength as well through HIIT workouts. Um, it improves insulin sensitivity. Insulin sensitivity, you know, refers to how sensitive your body is to the effects of insulin. The more sensitive your body is to insulin, the less your body needs that insulin to lower blood glucose levels. In terms of exercise, that means your your HIIT or your high-intensity interval training can help your exercising muscles use glucose for fuel more efficiently. It helps you burn more calories all day long. So when you're doing HIIT training, you are boosting your metabolic system. Um, therefore, after you go through a, a hard 15, 20-minute uh, HIIT workout, your um, metabolism is still working or it's speeding up and, and the, your metabolic system is working throughout the day, still burning calories even as you rest. Uh, another pro is it helps you burn more belly fat. Belly fat. So there's research showing that HIIT may be more effective uh not just at burning fat, but at reducing the abdominal fat uh, than, than many other types of exercises. It improves your health, uh, and it's shorter workouts. So, uh, again, HIIT is high intensity. You're going full force, you know, full out, whether it's sprints or battle rope slams, uh, sprinting with, on a bike, sprinting on a row machine running steps, whatever it may be, you're going, you're, you're putting out more effort, maximum effort, but, uh, and with shorter rest periods, but you're also burning more calories in a less period of time. So because you're working very hard, you get the benefits of training in less time than you would from slower, longer workout sessions, such as steady state, um, steady state training, cardio training. One study published in the Journal of Sports Science and Medicine showed that as few as three 10-minute sessions a week of HIIT training can make your body more efficient at delivering oxygen to your body as well as improving your metabolic health. Um, so those are basically the pros of high-intensity training, but there are a few cons. Um, so high-intensity training can be extremely uncomfortable. So while you can modify the workouts, to basically fit your fitness level and do what you can handle, uh, the idea of HIT is to get as far out of your comfort zone as you can. So 
while you're performing these HIIT trainings, it is going to be tough and it's going to be difficult. So just be prepared for that whenever you decide, if you decide to go the HIIT route. Um, HIIT is not the best way or the best cardio to perform if you're a beginner or if you're just getting started. Um, if you're coming from a more sedentary lifestyle, um, steady state cardio training is probably a better solution uh, for you to begin with. Uh, just because you need to build a strong foundation uh, of cardiovascular endurance before trying hit, as well as um, you need to, your muscles to develop a little bit more as well. Uh, hit training does increase the risk of injury. Um, in high intensity exercises like sprints and plyometrics or jumps come with risk of injury because you're putting a lot of force and a lot of exertion on your bones on your tendons on your tissues uh, that can cause um, injury if your body is not prepared for them or if they're not done properly and hit training too can lead to burnout or even overtraining um, which really you know that's kind of broad because any workouts can really lead to that if if you're not taking the proper rest periods or the proper uh, recovery days and and so forth and if you're not being versatile in your training overall. Um, so if all you're doing is HIIT workouts all week long, uh, there's a good chance that you're overtraining. There's a good chance that you may have an over you make um, experience overtraining uh, injuries or even burnout. So uh, I've know I've, I've given a few examples of some uh, HIIT training workouts, um, but you can do them in a variety of ways. So one exercise you could do is, you know, start with uh, sprints. Do 30-second uh, sprints um, and, and then take a 30-second break. So sprint for 30 seconds, take a 30-second break, and go again. And do that for maybe 10 to 15 reps. Um, and that right there is, is uh, a you know, kind of considered um, hit training. You could do the same with like jumping jacks or burpees or even mix them all up together. So maybe do 30 seconds of sprints, 30 second break, 30 seconds of burpees, 30 second break, 30 seconds jumping jacks, 30 second break, um, whatever it may be. But I think you get the point. Um, you can increase it. And as you, as you get more adapted to the training and your endurance builds, you can increase your workout time, but typically you want to aim between 15, 20 to 30 minutes uh, while doing your HIIT training. With that being said, I'm going to take a quick little break and then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about steady state cardio. All right, welcome back. So steady state cardio training um, or moderate intensity cardio uh, is what many of us are, are typically used to. Uh, so this involves exercising at a consistent speed and level of intensity uh, for the entire workout or for a duration of time, usually about 30 minutes or more. Uh, that would the, the level that you would be performing this activity at it on the RPE is between a four and a five, so right in the middle. Uh, you want to be able to, you want a, a good enough effort to where you're, your heart rate's up, you know, you're probably getting a good sweat in. Uh, but really, ideally, 
uh, you work at a level where you can talk with maybe just a little bit of difficulty. Um, so some pros of steady state training is it's less stress on the cardiorespiratory system. Uh, because you're working at a lower intensity, you can improve your endurance without putting as much stress on the heart and body as higher intensity exercise. Uh, you increase your endurance. So longer, slower exercise helps you build endurance, uh, both in your heart and in your muscles, like I've mentioned before. Uh, like HIT, uh, steady state cardio um, does improve your health. So it makes your heart more efficient, getting oxygen to the muscles more quickly. And um, really, uh, you know, steady state cardio also can help you lower your blood pressure, reduce stress and anxiety, and along with a healthy diet can help you reach that optimal weight that you've been shooting for, help you lose those pounds um, that so that you can, you know, look good for your upcoming vacation, uh, wedding, whatever it may be. Um, steady state cardio also provides faster recovery. Uh, a lot of the times, too, some people, uh, more experienced fitness um, or more ex- more experienced exercisers will use steady state cardio as kind of a recovery day uh, or an active recovery day, active rest day, so to say. Uh, but because you're putting less stress on your heart and on your body, you recover more quickly and can usually work out the next day without a problem. Um, so that's why you see uh, maybe a, a bodybuilder or uh, an intense trainer uh, going hard one day in the gym um, but then the next day they're you know they're still in there they're in there every day basically but a couple days a week maybe they're just you know walking at a a good pace on inclined on the treadmill or on the stairmaster and that's why it's because it allows them to work out burn some calories uh, burn some fat as well as recover Um, and speaking of burning fat steady state cardio, it improves your body's ability to use fat. So when you work at a lower intensity, um, steady state cardio is more of an aerobic exercise, which means your body takes in oxygen. And that oxygen uh, combines with the fat to be your main source of fuel. So staying at that steady level allows you to save those glycogen stores for higher intensity workouts. Um, so it doesn't burn carbs like you would in high intensity training, but instead you're burning more fat as your fuel source, um, as you do steady state cardio. It increases your slow twitch muscle fibers. So your slow twitch muscle fibers are more efficient at using oxygen to generate energy. So you can go for a longer period of time. Again, this improves your aerobic metabolism, which is essentially how your body creates energy. And steady-state cardio, lastly, is it's more enjoyable um, for some. You know, I'll argue that a little bit because uh, I do enjoy some um, high-intensity training levels. But I would say that I'm probably more of a, a fan of steady-state. So more enjoyable. And this is just my opinion. You could be completely different. Uh, but, you know, part of the reason we stick with exercise on the first place is that on some level, we like it. Um, or love it, or, you know, you just find something that you enjoy. And for especially most beginners or, you know, moderate uh, exercisers or people, uh, whatever their fitness level is, you know, steady state tends to be a little bit more enjoyable. Um, Not just because it's, you know, maybe you're running or on a scenic route, but if you're on the elliptical or on the Stairmaster, 
you know, usually you can, you know, maybe stream your favorite episode of on Netflix or uh, watch a YouTube videos or whatever it may be, read a book, listen to an audio book and so forth. Um, so as long as it's enjoyable, steady state or hit, they're both beneficial. But uh, talking about steady state, that's that's uh, certainly a pro for that. Now, some of the disadvantages of steady steady state training include the time factor. If you're trying to lose weight, you have to work out for longer periods of time if you want to burn enough calories. So, uh, steady state versus hit in this in this area, you know, hit you can burn more calories in 15 minutes than you could with steady state cardio. Uh, so, if you're looking to burn, you know, 500 calories, it's going to take you a lot longer doing it steady state in that steady state cardio um, training versus hit training. So steady state may take you an hour to burn 500 calories where hit training could only take you 20 minutes to 30 minutes. Uh, and that's just a, a rough example. I'm not saying that that's an accurate amount. Um, the risk of overuse injuries, again, uh, with like I mentioned with high intensity training, same goes for steady state. Doing the same motions over and over again you know, can lead to repetitive stress injuries unless you do plenty of cross training. So it's important. Um, it's important to do really both. Um, now you can do a little more of steady state or a little more of hit, but um, it is good to get it, um, some cross training in or to mix it up a little bit. Um, whether you're doing steady state or hit, uh, even if you're doing all hit or all steady state, you know, don't just run. Maybe row use the row machine one day or do 10 minutes on the treadmill 10 minutes on the elliptical 10 minutes on the stairmaster so forth keep your keep your body moving in different ways that way you avoid overuse injuries and also you'll avoid boredom um, you know not everyone is cut out for long slow workouts especially if the weather's bad and you have to get on a treadmill a bike elliptical or a stairmaster um, you know, if you're spending 30 minutes to 40 minutes to an hour at a time on the treadmill, uh, it could get boring um, and tedious if you, uh, you know, do it all the time. And lastly, the, the, the last con I'm going to give for steady state is uh, weight, loss, weight loss plateaus. Um, so doing only steady state cardio workouts, you know, without changing things up could lead to a plateau. Now, you need to challenge your body with new and different activities so it can constantly change and grow stronger. So, um, when you're choosing which workouts to do, you know, it's, it's important to just really take into account your life, what's going on uh, with your job, your family, uh, whatever it may be, and uh, whatever goals you may have. And that'll help you decide, you know, which uh, form of cardio is best for you. Now, again, I think that it's important to incorporate both steady state and HIIT training, especially if you're looking to go to the gym more frequently than not. Um, I think you can use this, like I mentioned before, I think you could use the steady state day, steady state cardio training on your active rest or active recovery days. Um, and even if there's days when you know, you're incorporating resistance training. If you feel like you'd rather do some more cardio versus resistance training, uh, but you know you need to work your muscles and, um, you know, build strength, I would substitute weightlifting with a, a high intensity training. Um, so who should try HIT? If you're an experienced exerciser, comfortable 
with high-intensity exercise, then HIIT may be for you. If you want shorter workouts because of a busy lifestyle, then HIIT's probably your best way to go. If you want to build endurance quickly, if you want workouts that mix up different exercises and intensities, you know, to keep things interesting, uh, and if you want to focus on burning more calories and losing weight in shorter periods of times um, and keep the calories burning both during and after your workouts, then I would say HIIT is your main source of cardio uh, to go with. Um, Who should stick with steady state? Uh, Really beginners or anyone coming back from a a long break from exercise uh, and uh, anyone who can't do really high impact exercise or doesn't like working at very high intensities. And uh, anyone who's been told to avoid high intensity exercise by a doctor uh, or somebody who's looking to build more endurance versus more strength and more uh, muscle, like somebody training for a half marathon or a marathon um, or a race of some sort, uh, then steady state might be your best bet. Uh, but again, in a perfect, perfect world, you would have some mixture of both steady state and high intensity training. Uh, that's what I would prefer or recommend anyway is, you know, incorporating them both like I mentioned before. So with that being said, I just want to say be sure you're getting your cardio in regardless of what your goals are, whether you're just trying to build muscle, whether you're trying to lose weight, whether you're trying to, you know, just get into shape. I think everybody needs to be or I know everybody needs to be incorporating cardio into your workouts. It's just really about taking into account your lifestyle and what's going on in your life and um, picking the best options for you and that may, that fit you best and that you can perform safely um, and effectively and, and incorporate them into your routine. So thank you again for tuning in to the Kevin Angles podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it brought you value. I hope you're able to take some of these. Um, or I hope you're able to take this information, uh, apply it to your your routine, and, and and maybe even share it with somebody else and help them out as well. So again, thank you. Um, I really encourage you to leave me a review, leave me some feedback. Um, Let me know if you've got questions or concerns about training, um, HIIT training, steady state training, or any questions uh, regarding to fitness and nutrition, and I'll do my best to help you out as much as I can. Again, thank you, and I hope that you can uh, subscribe, tune in to more episodes. I've got plenty more topics to cover. i got so much in store for you all. It's going to be great. I can't wait to do it, and I'm working on getting some guests on the show to kind of, you know, that way you can get a little more uh, get somebody else's opinion other than mine all the time <laughs> or, or my studies and my research and my experience. Uh, so what I do bring you is not just opinion based. What I, I, I do, um, I am educated in this and I, and I do do research before providing this, uh, to you. So it is accurate. Um, and, uh, again, if it's something that you maybe disagree with or, or just want more information on, please, feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to talk more about it. I'd love to help you out in any way that I can. And I want to grow. I want to get better. I want to make you better. I want to help you by providing the information that I learn. 
uh, because it does me no good to just keep the information or experiences that I have to myself. Um, So again, thank you. Subscribe, like, share this podcast. And I hope that you all have a great day and enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you.